Coming up in this episode of the KickCast, clean air and music become one using Bluetooth and magnets to create a lock, and the dog collar gets smart. So sit back and relax. It's time for the KickCast. Hey everybody, it is time for another episode of the KickCast, the podcast about crowdfunding. Where, you know, we go out and find projects and let you know if you should backtrack or sack them. I am one half of the show, KT Data, and introducing my co-host. Not only is he the Fedora Fiend, he is the Lord of Landscaping, the one and only Drew Tyler. How are you doing today, Drew? Very good. Very, very good. And, and I don't know if you can see him, but I am sunburned from landscaping, <laughs> the Lord of Landscaping. You see my glove, my glove marks? <laughs> I played in my backyard playing with my water feature today. That was my special treat for myself. Yeah. Do, do I even dare ask that, like, right after this this show recording, you're going to go to Peach and say, hey, babe, check out these tan lines. Look at these. I already showed her. They're, <laughs> I'm impressed. I was like, I can't believe I got a sunburn. I worked so hard. I even I was impressed when I got done. I was like, honey, I sweat. I sweat. <laughs> what? It's kind of big. But you've already reached your sweat qu- quota, and it's yeah. only the fourth month of the year. Yep. That's, yep. This is a problem. We, we have problems now. <laughs> <laughs> this is how it goes. No, it's been a good day. It's been a very good day. Good to see you, sir. Oh, it's, it's always good to see you. So, if you guys have never seen the show before, first of all, welcome to the 66th episode of the KickCast. Um, and, you know, like I said at the top of the show, we find projects and let you know if you should backtrack or sack them. But before we go into those projects, we have some cool, exciting news. Yes. Um, I know this show tends to cater a little bit more to people, to backers on there, but we do like, you know, bringing information for project creators, too, on there. And um, one of the questions that we get all the time is there are, people are asking, where do you figure out reward ideas on there? So, and, they, and it's harder than you'd think to come up with reward ideas. You, you figure out what you're doing, and, and you spend hours, like, crawling through other projects to be like, what they do. Yeah, um, on there. So Kickstarter decided to give you a little bit of a hint by posting a blog post on their website, saying, giving you 96 different ideas. And on this list, they didn't make all of these. They made a few of them up, and then other ones, they actually were from actual projects on there. So I'm not going to read all 96 of them, or we would be Oh, here come on. All day. We got time. Let's go. <laughs> um, on there. But I'll highlight some of my favorite ones. My uh, Actually, I'll go from uh, least to favorite, because we're most unique should i say on there so um on of course one that is i am a sucker for limited edition run posters or prints or things like that you put limited edition in there there's a high chance that i'll back it (laughs) yep that's all you need to say limited edition nobody else can have this and kt will jump on that thing like bread on butter yeah i mean so true uh, drew had to talk me down from backing just to get a crate Uh, (laughs) settle down you don't need the crate man it's like, but it's just get to, it's like, I'll build your crate for cheaper than I'm like. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good one. The one that, there's a couple of these that I like, like dinner for two is is a nice fun. You know, if you can make that work for somebody, or dial a backer, you can kind of do somebody like let them call into your to your project or to, to a meeting for a couple of minutes just to sit and be a part of it it's kind of a fun one yeah that, that, um, that's, that? that's a good one another one is something from the archives if you've you know had like a first draft or like an early draft something or if you've uh-huh. previously had a kickstarter project that was successful you know you might have some notes that you took during the production of it you could include that in your next one and people you know they want they tend to want those um another mm-hmm. popular one excuse me is uh naming rights on there mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. I, I really should find one and just name it the drew tyler 
there you go. There. Just, I'm, I'm, I'm just going to stick that in somewhere on there because <laughs> Drew is my hero. <laughs> you too could be a Drew Tyler. <laughs> yeah. Back to the Drew Tyler level. Um, That's good. That's good. And, and then, yeah, you know, scripts, scraps, you know, you could take apart a script after, you know, if you're making a movie or something and have like the actor doing it, sign all those pages and you can break that out into pages. And I, I don't know, how long is an average script, Drew? For a full feature film, you're looking at probably close to, gosh, I don't know, probably 180 pages, maybe. Yeah, so you could have 180, you know, a level that was limited to 180 sure. things, and bam, that you, send a page to each one. Yeah, you you put that out as you know, te- even at a ten dollar level, that's a thousand dollars, almost two thousand dollars there. <laughs> That's this, this is good, <laughs> a, you know, good. and good. it would be a limited and, exclusive and might I add most places that I've seen these script scraps they're definitely not at the $10 level they're closer to the $100 level so that actually may be good and my favorite one on here and I don't know why I did not think about this um, and I, I, I haven't seen a project do this so I think they made this one up flash drive roulette on there so what you what do is flash drive roulette you go through all your digital files and stuff and fill a flash drive with you know um Dra- dra- drafts of the work pictures you know music scripts code you know anything that you can kind of find on there and you send that to them and they could either all be unique or they could be the same but you know it's this kind of little limited edition thing and it only costs you the price of a flash drive if you think about it and they're digital right. copies so you have copies of them so i think that interesting you know, one i like that i mean that i was like whoa that's actually a smart idea um so if you're looking for reward ideas for creating projects check out this Kickstarter blog post, you can go find it on their blog or at kickcast.net. We'll link it to you right there. Yes, Find lots of cool things. Lots of great ideas there. There's some fun ones. Yep. And speaking of Kickstarter on their, their ever-growing empire, um, and I, I I love this. I love I love this. And I don't know if uh, Yancey Strickler is from this country or not, but they have the first half of the post is in all in German. And it's oh. called Hallo Deutschland. Can you guess where that's from? <laughs> Uh, it's German. Yep. So Kickstarter is actually coming to Germany. So um, what you do, what you do is, I think you can start now submitting projects, and then on May twelfth is uh, when you can launch them to the world. So I, 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 I do like how Kickstarter does this. Hey, we're gonna go to this region. We're not launching straight today. You can submit today and kind of fine tune it and get ready for this like hard date that we're actually going right. to let projects start showing up in our search project. So I would not be surprised um, if you start finding more German-based projects on there. I mean, you always hear about German engineering on there, so I got to be good, right? To be very good, very good <laughs> on there. And then our um, our third piece of news is um, Drew. You you do the little bit cast. You I do. Pro- you, you you probably know the name Tim Schafer, and in the video <laughs> game world, everybody knows the name Tim Schafer. Yes. Um, so the Guardian actually had an uh, interview with him. On there, and Tim Schafer actually was talking about his experience with uh, Double Fine Adventure, um, or yeah, is that what they call it? Yes, Double, Double Fine, yeah, yeah, Double Fine Adventure, on there, and the process that he went through on, and what I loved is some of the insight on it. So one of the insights he actually put this is I like this quote on here: "There's a downside to making games in the view of the public because part of Double Fine's thing is they would make a documentary about the game that they're putting together, and everybody could watch it." Um, mm-hmm. I think the team feels a strain. A lot of people feel a strain. You're being exposed to people on Twitter or there's some really anti-crowdfunding types saying mean things about people on the team who they've seen on video or through the documentary that can t- really take its toll. 
I don't know if every developer would be so gung-ho about crowdfunding right now. So um, he's kind of giving a warning to project creators. If you are trying to do a public thing, um, be ready because, you know, it's on the internet. You it's and I have been on the internet public. for a long time on here. Yeah. And, you know, for a lot of new people, having that kind of public attention is really new. And people can be pretty mean because they can't see you in person. On their right. Own. And I... I've lucked out, uh, granted, now our chat room can get a little feisty, but I've lucked out and I really haven't had a whole lot of trouble with people being <laughs> mean or cruel to me, so <coughs> I'm okay. I'm okay. I'm going to keep it here. Keep, keep together, Drew. <laughs> um, but I, and then, you know, they ask him kind of about the outlook of Kickstarter and crowdfunding in general, and I love his out- view of this, and I, I agree with what he says. He says, the first generation of Kickstarter-funded games was always going to have a rocky path ahead of it. It would take some time before crowdfunding sites would move into the, what he calls the second generation, in which projects are backed by people with a clear understanding of how the system works, that it's a voluntar- it, that it's voluntary, it's different than just buying something. And that's something that I, you know, we try to constantly remember and to bring back to you guys is that Kickstarter is not a store. This money, you know, it you're, you're taking the risk at trying to help this company make a product and you may be lucky enough to get a product on there. I mean, that's why there's that dollar level is people may not want the product, but they believe in the idea and they want to kind of back that on there. So, you know, I, I really think we're going to get to that level right now. We're not quite there because people are like, Hey, I gave you money. Where's my thing. It's, you know, it's not that one-one exchange that you're actually doing. Right. You're you're taking right. risk and you know pseudo investing into this company. You, you, yep, you supported us. We appreciate it, and hopefully they deliver. Yeah, and yeah. So, and most of the time, my track record is pretty good. Um, Indiegogo, my track record on Indiegogo kind of sucks, but on Kickstarter, it is actually pretty good. <laughs> there. Um, and and of course, they asked, would he ever do it again? Um, and he said he would definitely crowdfund another game. It's like, because you don't just get support, you get emotional support. He said, he said, you know, those critics for him mm. usually were not the backers. The backers were there to kind of help him and, you know, make, help them make a better product on there. So, um, and like I said, the community on Kickstarter is something that is very invaluable that, you know, I think people tend to overlook. On right. Having people to, to support you and to be able to crowdsource some ideas or just know which direction to go for the people that are invested. So mm-hmm. have some merit. Yep. So that, you know, that was a great article on Tim Schafer. You guys should go read it just to kind of see the back end of a successful um, crowdfunding project that did get some heat um, mm-hmm. for mm-hmm. for what, what they did on there. All right. So enough of me talking. Everybody's like, KT, why aren't you letting Drew talk? Oh, um, I have nothing to say. You, you you got a special package from one of the projects we featured. So, I mean, I'm, I'm just going to throw this one to you. Okay. So, I'm pretty excited about this. We, uh, we, we, we back a lot of stuff. We track a lot of stuff. And we sack more than we used to. But uh, our good friend Eric Noyce sent us our very own shit in my teeth. If you guys remember this for a couple episodes ago. Do you remember which episode it was? It was a while uh, ago. But we covered his shit in my teeth, which is this really kind of cool idea. So I wanted to save it and open it up because he sent us this reward. It is this fantastic kit that you can keep in your well, – this is great. Keep in your in your wallet, and it has a little mirror on the back here. And then these are all picks and uh, things that you can pick out. Like there's some spears down here, so you can pick some of those spears out. There's some spears. And you – Pick one out and you can use it to then get shit out of your teeth. 
And so the nice thing is that you can use this mirror, right? So it even has like the explanation. This is a nice like. Oh, I love those instructions. Isn't that great? Instructions. Locate it. Pick a tool. (laughs) Get it out. And then the choices of your tools. Bring the fight to spinach and popcorn and ribs. And so let's get in there. That's good. Clean that. That's good. Anyway, so I've got one of these for UKT. It comes with its own little slider case. So that oh, that's pretty. I think that's pretty awesome. a nice thank you card from Eric. So uh, I think that. Oh, uh, you read that? Yeah, <laughs> love the show, Eric. Thank you so. Anyway. Yeah, thank you so much, Eric. Um, awesome. And if you guys actually want to go find that episode, that was actually a pretty awesome episode because it had. Um, it was episode fifty-five, so eleven episodes previous, and it actually um, features uh, uh, Carly McKinnon and her live oh, yeah. performance of uh, Oaks and Ashes on there. And I hope, yes. hopefully, Drew, uh, you haven't like worked her down to the ground because I know it's finals week. <laughs> yeah, and like I don't think she's touched her album for a couple of weeks. Like I'm gonna get a track. I was gonna just like. And I'm gonna be like, Drew, what'd you do to her? You crushed her spirit. No, she'll be fine. She'll be fine. She has been working on it, and she's got some really good stuff coming out. So uh, that one, we should see that one pretty soon too. Yep. All right. So how about we awesome. jump into the projects? And again, thank you, Eric. You guys go check out Shit Matith. I think he's actually made enough to actually do a full run after this, so you can actually order it and have your own kit. Cool. These. I'm totally gonna pull out the battle axe next time I have spinach. <laughs> Make that thing go. That's awesome. You should do it in public too. <laughs> I will. I will. <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> Fixing the shit, my dude. So great. Thanks, Eric. All right. All okay. Right. Showtime. So, so, how about our first project? So, Drew, I d- you've been outside all day on there. I don't know if you're like me, but I have really bad allergies when springtime comes. I, like, I do. Like, I really do. Like grass pollen. Every time I have to go mow the lawn, it is. It is a struggle for me, but, you know, on there. So one of the things people t- tend to kind of do is, if, especially if you're in an enclosed space, they're like, you should get an air purifier and stuff. So I'm like, okay, that's great. But what if you combined it with other things? Because air purifiers, are they take up space. Um, and They, they can like, get loud. Yeah, well, not loud, but they can kind of just hum the whole yes, thing. Yeah, you can get a hum on there. So why don't we put a speaker, a Bluetooth speaker into it and combine both of them? So you in the same space, you're purifying your air, and you're listening to music, so you don't have to hear the fan go off at the same time. I can't believe that this has not been done before. Yes. So this is the AXA Music Air Purifier um, on there, and what it and so what they do is it's a it's one part Bluetooth speaker, one part air filtration system on there. So at the top is your air filtration, and the bottom is the speaker on there. So to give you a little bit more details, the filter can actually filter out particles as small as two point five. Um, micrometers, and they call it P- PM 2.5 because that's for p- particulate matter 2.5 um, micrometers. <laughs> I, had to, I had to look that up on there. <laughs> um, um, and then you also have your Bluetooth speaker, which is actually not just a single speaker, which I thought when I first saw it, I'm like, oh man, this is not going to be that great. It's actually a 2.1 speaker system on there. Oh, where it has two four watt treble speakers and actually two ten watt bass speakers. So for all you bass heads you can kind of hear the bump 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 going along. That's, a, that's impressive. So, so um and of course it uses Bluetooth 4.0 and it has low latency on there. Because I know some of the earlier Bluetooth systems there was a little lag when you actually played on it. And um of course it blows out negative ions on there. They call it the uh, vitamins of the air on this. But, nice. Um, you know, you're, you're getting your both your positive and negative ions, so you kind of get that uh, smell after a thunderstorm 
on there. Which they do I, like that, which is which is always a good smell on there. Um, and you know, it, and it puts Comes different places s- where you can get it on there. Um, in terms of things, I'm a little skeptical on it. You know, I like the idea of it combining and stuff, but it seems a bit small. So it's probably going to work better in you know maybe a college dorm or something because mm. it's you know six inches by six inches by eleven inches tall. Does it there. say how much space it can handle? Um, no, on that there. There? and that's actually the the other drawback. And I don't know if this is because there's a language barrier or if they just don't have this um, because the project is based in Hong Kong. Um, on there, they don't have a lot of details on there. Mo- pretty much all the details I gave you right now is all the details yeah, I we- can find. <laughs> <laughs> and I, you know, I look through the I look through this project near and you know there and. There wasn't that a lot of information um, on there. So, in terms, so like, do you see a place where you could use this? I well, yes, because if you notice in one of their little graphics, they have like they list all these things in one small house, like formaldehyde and benzene and secondhand smoke and fine particulate matter. Like it's all over. But my favorite was other volatile gases. And so I know exactly what kind of volatile gases I would like to be. <laughs> this one's in going in your bathroom. <laughs> Either that or in the cat cave where all the students come to work. Because, man, <laughs> does it get crazy in there. So I'd put this in my little office so I'd have like a zone of peace and pureness. But um, no, I, I, I think it's beautiful. Add Bluetooth. Get, a, yes. get something that everybody knows and add Bluetooth. I'm with you that it's kind of surprising that they don't speak to, like, how how far it can, like, you know, just put this in a 10 by 10 room or however many square feet it can cover. But all in all, um, and, at, and at this price, right, the, the, if, if this, this is not shopping, but if it were, the early bird at $69, that's a pretty decent price for an air purifier and a Bluetooth speaker. And to get them both in one, that's that's decent. So I'd, I'd back this. I like the idea. I I have allergies. I suffer from a lot of things, so I'm in. Yeah, I, and for me, I, I I just have to put a track just because of those lack of details. And like I said, I think this honestly may be a language barrier thing where they didn't include the rest of it on there. Um, and and I you know I think they're asking for a reasonable price. Their goal is reasonable, two thousand dollars. I'm yeah. really surprised at that. But hey, it's China. You can make anything for cheap. That's right. That's right. <laughs> on there. Um. Uh, on there, so it's a, it's a track for me. So if they get close, I'm yeah, I may end up backing one of these on there. The other thing is, um, you know, they put hi-fi on there, uh, and maybe stretching it, but it's going to sound better than most of your speakers out there, or most of your kind of single speaker systems out there. But you know, at four and ten watts is not that much. But right, probably not going to be much more <laughs> than. I, I, I w- yeah, I wouldn't be expecting like audiophile level sound, but I I pr- I probably think it produces a, you know fairly reasonable good sound on there um, on there. So that's why it's a track for me, and that is the Exa Music Air Purifier on there. So Excellent. we're actually kind of having a little theme now as I as I think about this because the Axa seems to be well for a college dorm, right? Yes. On there, yes. And, you know, what other things would you have to worry about when you're kind of in school and whatnot is, you know, locking things up, right, Drew? Yes, you always need to have a place to, like, keep your possessions safe. It's true. Let me tell you all about it. Our next project, if you'll believe this, is yet something else where somebody said, hey, let's put Bluetooth with that. So this is Lock Ours. 
Locker's world's first multi-user universal locking system. So this is kind of a, an interesting idea, but what they've made is a magnet, a lock that uses magnets. So think of your normal padlock, but it uses mag- magnets to keep itself locked and closed. But it comes with a digital bracelet that allows you to unlock things. So the key for the lock is not an actual hard key. It's a bracelet that can unlock things just based on proximity or the magnet part. The bracelet itself has... Uh, Bluetooth in it, and so it's pretty multi, um, multiversal. Like, and, and I'm gonna get there. Are you ready? So, if you're looking at that pretty picture, and you can see all the things that are going on right now, you see a phone, the bracelet, and the lock. Well, the key on that bracelet is actual magnetic system that unlocks the locker. So, again, if you have it on a on a locker at school, or if you have it on your possessions at some place where you need to get to it, even locking a bike, whatever that padlock is, all you need to do is take your wristband and use the magnetic system, lines up the pins, pulls them out, and you can get to all your stuff. But at the same time, this is crazy, they put Bluetooth on it, and you can lock up digital possessions on your phones and other things. And so you can have your phone, your Mac, and other things lock or unlock based on proximity to the bracelet as well. And so it then becomes the uh, Bluetooth unlock for digital things. You can hide things like your, I don't know, your Instagram or your dirty videos or whatever you do in college. <laughs> you, can, you put that in the app. I'm, I'm pretty it sure it doesn't just have to be in college. <laughs> Right, right. <laughs> Kids these days. So that's that's kind of cool. So it does both things, right? It's, it lines up with the magnet for the actual lock, and it will lock digitally things. I have recently been using a program on my phone and my computer called Mac ID, and you can uh, unlock with just proximity, like bring your phone close to your computer and it unlocks, and I found that really handy. And this is kind of the same idea with, with the wrist thing. But it doesn't stop there. Oh, my gosh. There's more. Are you ready? They've also created this idea that you can have multiple people using the same lock. They call them lock gangers. And so you can invite people and get the matching bracelets so that three or four people could be able to unlock a single lock. Again, not without, well, not with like making duplicates, duplicates of keys, but by using your wristband to all be able to get in the lock. And then as soon as the lock's been unlocked, it can alert everybody else who has the the app or the key like so basically you collect them all together and you say this is my gang and we all have our wristbands and then if one person unlocks the lock everybody gets an alert and you can also use it to tell each other where you are like hey here i am where i'm right here and everybody else in the team knows exactly where we are just based on your your bracelets and your gps and it's all locked into the lock lockers lock players and lock gangers anyway i think it's Kind of an interesting way to really take a, a simple idea and it seems like it's very well fleshed out and then something like it's pretty, um, what's the word? This way. They've really like attached it to a lot of things to make it very useful. Yeah, so it's very diversified on there. Um, uh, on there and I, I just noticed this. Speaking of creative like Kickstarter project incentives on there. If you pledge five dollars or more, they'll send you the uh, a three D three D printable plans on there, so you can actually three D print one of these. It, of course, it's not uh, going to have the magnets or anything, but you'll actually have the shape of the lock and stuff. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, you can model your lock to print your own gadget with your own printer, and then yeah, that's interesting, great stuff. But uh, yeah, you can get a lock with one bracelet, or you can get a lock with multiple bracelets. And uh, kids always need locks. I mean, honestly, you go to the gym, you need a lock, and. You always need locks. So I think 
that this locker, the world's first multi-user universal locking system, is another back for me. That's two in a row, folks. Yes. Um, I'd have to say it's a back for me, too. I love this idea. I love how the uh, multi-user one, the gangers thing on there where you can lock it. Because I I totally know the exact use case for you, Drew, is you can (laughs) lock up your candy drawer. Yes. Anytime anybody accesses it, you'll know who. <laughs> exactly. I could share. I could share wristbands with my favorite students, and or they could earn it like a special extra credit project. Yeah. You get to wear my wristband and have access to my candy drawer. <laughs> and then you know That's how good. often they reach your candy drawer too. That so is good. Like, Which is funny because I actually installed a drop cam this week because I've been watching <laughs> all the students work. Right, so because we we've had some like headphones and other things disappear, and so I put a drop cam in the cat cave where all the students are working like late hours and all night. And so today I got an alert that was like, oh, you know, some some motion in the cat cave. And so I pulled up my app and looked at it, and it was one of my favorite students who just walked over to the like to the camera because he knew, he knew it was on. I made no secret that I was able to now watch for you made everybody sign a disclaimer (laughs) yeah it was also it was also that and the fact that they've been really loud lately and we are in a library like we're we're a tv (laughs) station located in a library so i've gotten in trouble for them for screaming and yelling and running down the halls and so i wanted to see you know what's going on anyway so this kid came over pointed right at right at the camera and then just grabbed it and moved it behind the nearest book and it's it's worth until i get in there tomorrow i can't see a thing Bringing a but girl yes. and they're making out in the cat cave. <laughs> Students. Students. <laughs> there you are. Start charging the rent. <laughs> I should. <laughs> All right. So that is the lockers on there. Um, and kind of to round all this stuff out in, in you have more bluetooth in, uh, we have more bluetooth on this and <sighs> this is a, you know what is great every every you know everybody has some kind of pet right yeah. on there and of course. The collar, I don't know. I don't. I've. I don't have any pets, so I. I can't attribute much to this. But Drew, you, you probably know, collars have not really evolved during. They hold your tags. That's yeah, what all they, they pretty much hold your tags. So, or if you spend a whole lot of money, you can get the ones that actually will like shock your dog and be like. Bruh. That sounds cruel. Yeah, yeah, it is. <laughs> there, um, this next product or project is the connected collar on there, and it takes the our old adage just add Bluetooth to everything. Um, except this act actually, in in addition to Bluetooth, it adds Wi-Fi, it adds a cell antenna, <laughs> it adds speakers, oh, 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 oh. <laughs> it's, it adds a whole bunch of things. So pretty much what they're marketing it as is an all-in-one smart dog collar. And so let me list to you the, all the things it can do. So it, is, it, it provides a virtual fence and leash technology on there. It is a health and location detector, so almost a Fitbit for your dog. Mm-hmm. Dynamic assisted training built-in anti-barking, two-way communication, and somehow I think it actually even can post to social media um, <laughs> on there. So you're, you're, let, let me kind of break things down. So the virtual fence and leash technology on there, this is actually, I think this is pretty cool. Um, what it does is it actually has um, some hypersonic waves on there, and it can actually vibrate the collar so it replicates you pulling on a leash on there, <laughs> and, it will, and it will play a tone that only the dog can hear to kind of keep them from going um, beyond a set location that you may set on that right, show. Right. You know, you're like, don't go more than 300 feet away or something like that um, on there. So, And then it also has your health and location, so it can actually can keep track of your, your dog's stats and stuff. So, I mean, that, I, that's, I think that's pretty cool, you know, because everybody has Fitbits for themselves. Um, 
And then what you can do is actually store your um, vet records and everything in there. So next time they need to go get a vaccination or any kind of medication or something, your phone can actually notify you. Um, and you can also see their activity levels, see how much they've run or moved during that day. And, you know, if you got to go take them for an extra walk or something hmm. um, on there. And then they also have this um, location. So say if your dog runs away and I know some pets are actually already chipped on there, but you can actually ping it and find the location on there. And what's even better is there's a built-in speaker to this. So you could talk through the app to the dog and say, sit boy, sit boy, while you drive to the location or run to the location to find your dog on there. And hopefully they won't run away (laughs) on there. Um, And and it also uses the same technologies for the dynamic assisted training to help kind of train your dog. So you can have like different whistle, um, high ultrasonic whistle tones so the dog knows when to sit, to roll, or do, you know, kind of tricks like that um, on there. So I like, I, I, I think this is pretty cool <gasps> on there because you, you see all the different things that, you know, it has the simulated leash tug, the vibrations, the ultrasonic frequencies, your micro speaker. It even has LEDs on the collar. So if it's like, well, if your dog's walking at night, it can light up and you can see them. This is, um, um, this what is, doesn't it have? There's, yeah. there's a bottle opener uh, and, and, <laughs> and a beer dispenser. On there, and then it has a latching mechanism that's electromagnetic and a fail-safe unlock if it runs out of batteries. Um, on there, and of course, the battery lasts lasts somewhere between seven and fourteen days. Um, and it has this, um, I think it's like magnetic charging system on there where you attach to it and you can charge up from there. Um, Drew, I don't have any pets, so I, I don't know how applicable this is, but to me, it sounds really cool, and I I could see it being really useful to a dog owner. You as a dog owner. Would this be something you'd try to get for your dog? Well, n- no, because I have a two-pound dog. <laughs> However, I have a 40-pound six-year-old and an eight-year-old. <laughs> and I would totally buy collars for my girls because if they went out at night, lights would come on. If they got too far from the house, I could tug their leash a little bit and be like, ah, ah, ah. this is fantastic for kids. I mean, there's... <laughs> I, 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 I like how we've, we've upgraded from the tinny towel, which is just a like cell phone for their that are right, right, to, right. to, to uh, a straight up collar. I need I need the sonic <laughs> vibrations. I need the the, uh, the security fence, the micro speakers, the GPS, all of it. <laughs> no, actually, um, I really I really love the idea, and I can't. I, again, it's one of those things. that's like this. This should have shown up years ago to be able to fit all of this into a collar. If they can really put that all in there. Um, there are a lot of dog lovers out there that ha- that love tech and love to be connected, and they love dogs. And to to add this unit to your to your dog to have all that information, and it, I don't know how interested I would be in like the fitness, but just even being able to track a lot of that stuff in one place and to have it connected, the LEDs. There's so many good things about this. This is really high tech. This is I would I would dog nap a dog with one of these just to check out. So. <laughs> I love. It. I think it's. I think it's fantastic. I hope to see these in stores soon. These are yeah, and it's, it's actually fairly priced. The retail is going to be two hundred dollars, and if you look at this Indiegogo, they're cutting some of the prices down to ridiculous prices right now. Yeah, they're down to like eighty still, even yeah. though they're sold out. That's, that's yeah. The other one was fifty. I'm like, holy crap! That's a huge. You know, they they really believe in this technology and they need the funding for it. And uh, you know, I I, I think they shooting for um they are up. searching for. $25,000. But it's, fu- it's flexible. So it's, it's flexible. So all the money they're going to grab already. Um, and they're about 30% of the way on their end for me. It's a back. Um, oh. if, if your wife 
wouldn't kill me. I'd probably back one and give it to you to try on the kids. But yeah, I, 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 I think she she she'd kill you. She she'd wouldn't you. she wouldn't talk to me ever again. Yeah. <laughs> I would, and if we got one for my little two pounder dog, we could use it as like a training hoop to jump through. Because yeah, I'm like I'm not sure this would fit. You I don't think not. they have. <laughs> We got the smallest collar that we have for her, and it still like hangs around her neck like it's three times too big. So. Yeah, I just imagine her wearing this and dragging her hand around the house because it's just weighing her down. Yeah, the tug, the leash tug would like end up just tugging it right off. She just, like, she just like vibrates in the air. <laughs> it's my little oh, But I love it. Yeah. I love the idea. I think it's a try uh, back for me as well. It's a wonderful idea and and well thought out. On there. All right. So our, uh, of course. Um, that is our, 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 not our last project because we have our sack of the week. week. And, um, I love doing these. Th- th- this, uh, this, this one, I mean, part of me is just like hurting so much because I'm a Pokemon fan <laughs> on here. <laughs> but throw the kid a this, bone. This, 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 this project just, oh man. Throw it up. We've got it. We've got to tell all about it's it. For, okay. So it's for a custom Pokedex. <laughs> And what he wants to do is he draws Pokemon, which are copyrighted, and then he writes his own description for them. So right now he's just seeing what he can get, and he will post pictures on a second go around. But this is his initial picture right here is a very poorly drawn Pokeball. But but it's got color. It's got color. And paint. <laughs> and ink I and could paint. draw a better Pokeball than that. <laughs> on there, um. This, so this is uh, we're guessing this is a senior in high school or even possibly graduated already. Yeah, um, um, I do love his risks and challenges. Do you see that? His risks laziness, and challenges. Mo- motivation. <laughs> I may run out of motivation, and I may be struck with laziness. At least he's honest. <laughs> but he will. He will. For ten bucks, he will draw you uh, a dis- and create a description and email you a scanned picture of your five favorite Pokemon. Oh, um, so ten bucks gives you five. Yeah. Um and then for twenty bucks we get you twenty. Whoa, whoa. <laughs> Pretty ambitious, Scan man. Picture. And he doesn't Is it have a single picture with twenty Pokemon in one picture. Yeah, what know. is he missing? Depends on his laziness and motivation, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now this um, reminds me of the ink sketch that we that we both backed. Or did we did you back it? I, I, back I, I didn't back it. I'm excited to get it. it because the guy is but similarly he's got talent. <laughs> I could have drawn this. Yes, that's that's a, yeah. Ink sketch is kind of similar to what the guy just said. For five bucks, I'll draw you something. For ten bucks, I'll draw you something on a piece of paper and mail it to you. But he's actually like, you know, flattened, not folded, sending them with with size. But he's been doing great updates every other every other week or every other week. Just kind of saying, here's what I've made this week. Anyway, awesome, awesome stuff. So I think poor Pokemon here uh, with the Pokedex. He's onto something, but again, execution. I think his execution, copyright, copy editing. I don't know if he's got something, man. I mean, show me a Pokemon. (laughs) It's right there at the top. It's red. (laughs) Got a little circle. He he promised. Look, this this is the line that killed me. Although I do not have pictures right now, I'll post a picture and description of Venusaur to give you an idea what I'm allowed about. Oh, what I'm allowed about. What does that even mean? I'm allowed about. Because we have a language issue here as well. (laughs) I love the story, though. He does tell this cool story about how in Spanish class he defaced school property, but the teacher didn't know it because he was drawing Pokemon on the uh, school desk. How how does he not have pictures of that? (laughs) And now three years later, he's ready to pick it back up again. (laughs) 
I kind of want to just throw the kid 500 bucks right now and just drop 500 and be like, all right, you got it. Now you better give me all my Pokemon. All right. All right. If you got 500 bucks for that. I don't. I don't. Sorry, Garrison. I have money that needs to go to an um, Apple Watch. So. <laughs> what? Just, uh, I thought you were on Camp Pebble, but you're betraying us. Uh, only if I'm gonna have both eventually. I just have to get the money. I just have to get the money. <laughs> on there. Um, so that is our sack of the week. You want to womp, take a, womp, if you womp. want to take a look at it, we'll have it in our show notes. And unfortunately, that is also the end of our episode. But if you have any projects you would like to share with us, we always like hearing about them. So send us an email at kickcast at ktdata.net, or you can leave it on our Facebook page, facebook.com slash kickcast. Or tweet us at KitCast for the show or at Night20 for that man over there. Right here. Or at KT Data for me on there. Um, and we also always encourage you guys to watch live. Our next live episode is going to be May 12th, 2015. Um, and you can find that at live.kitcast.net on there. And, you know, if you missed. That's where the fun is. Yeah. If you missed any of the links, you're like, wait, where was that project for the dog collar? Or, you know, how do I find those uh, um reward tips on there just head on over to kickcast.net and you'll find that um drew do you got anything to plug right now uh nothing really to plug uh, we'll be live with uh little big cast tomorrow four o'clock on our twitch channel twitch.tv slash little big we play we play games talk about games and um i don't know it's, it's fun times we're hitting episode 51 tomorrow so yeah. this life is good you guys should check it out usually i'm in the chat room being the peanut gallery and you yes. can come join me and tease Jeff about his mic technique. Perfect. <laughs> <laughs> <Okay. laughs> um, Drew, thank you so much for doing this. I know how you how busy you are. You know, I mean, you're out there being a man and moving stone, moving stone. You know, taming the elements. You tamed yes. the elements today. <laughs> On there, so true, I appreciate I appreciate you being here. I appreciate everybody watching live. Winston D Max. Um, anybody else on ConnectCast right now that you're not logged in on there, I um, appreciate all you guys and all you guys at home, too, who listen after the fact. Every single one of you guys rock. Um, yes, thank if you. If you guys could, um, go like us on Facebook. We are literally 10 people away from having 100, and once we get 100, we're going to do a giveaway. Thank you, all stuff. I mean, I, who 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 doesn't want um, like one of the world's spiciest ramen noodles? Okay, this might be not one of the things. It could be one of the things. Um, we'll find something yeah, to give away. But yeah, if you I want will to- draw you a Pokemon. That's what I will <laughs> yes, give true, away, draw and you it will be awesome. <laughs> and it will have its own description. <laughs> I mean, look at all the things you could be. So please go like us on Facebook, Facebook.com/slash/kickcast, and we will see you all in two weeks. Bye bye. Hey everybody, it is time. Okay, let's start. Yes.